Ah, Warwick Kappa. How are you, sir? Mate, how are you? I am good, mate. Gives a bit of volume. I can't hear myself think or talk. That's better, mate. That's a lot better now. I can hear myself talking. That's all right, Tony. Let's get, let's get the ratings up, eh? <laughs> Welcome back, Tony. Welcome back. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much. It's absolutely my pleasure. Did you hear about last week on the Sam Newman's boat? <laughs> my board headlines? Fake shark attack. No, it was real, mate. It was real? Me and David and Nick jumped off and smashed him right in the head. I saw the photo. Must have been all of four foot. I said 16 foot, <laughs> but to be honest, I think it might have been a flake or a flounder. It was a flake. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might have been Sue Stanley just swimming away. Oh, yeah. She's on the show tonight. You know that? <laughs> yeah, she's coming in five minutes. It's going to be she's, unreal. It's going to be amazing. So who was on uh, Who was on the boat with you this time? Uh, Nick uh, um, took your spot. Nicky D? Yeah, because... I had COVID. You, you were resting up. Oh, so did I. And you went days. on the boat anyway. Yeah, went anyway. Yeah. Thought I'd be a spreader. Spread the, spread the love. Didn't tell Sam. <laughs> no, it was all right. I, can't, I came good a week ago. No, we had um, <laughs> Dave, Con, Con the Fruiterer. Con the Fruiterer. Nick. Nicky D. Um, Brian Maddox, his daughter. Brian Maddox. The beautiful Melissa and the beautiful red-faced um, Ricky Nixon. Chicken. Yep. The chicken himself. And who's the other two? What are they name? We had Sue Stanley. Let's ask Sue. I think she's just come in. <laughs> Hi, Sue. <laughs> How are she just come in? <laughs> Cannot believe it. She's coming up next. You jump. You jump on the gun there, Warwick. Who were those other two? We're on board. <laughs> that was Sam's mate, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I've heard that name. It doesn't matter. They weren't that important anyway. They weren't that important. <laughs> yeah, me and Sue are the most important. Exactly. Absolutely. That's not bad, mate. And how you been going the last three weeks, mate? What have you been doing? Not bad, mate. You know, I uh, you know I dealt with the COVID, cold yep. and flu. Yep. Went through a box of tissues. Yep. Joe Vaspro yep. and Ivy, Ivy nicked them. <laughs> I had some ivy neck arm, and it tastes like fucking soap. Oh, shit. I don't know what was worse, the COVID or the soap. <laughs> but it went out the five days. It worked. You've been listening to Joe Rogan. Who yeah, gave you the iva? Um, Nick. Nicky D. Yep. Where are you getting it from? You getting it from the vet? He stole it, yep. <laughs> Poor old Nick. He's had the dick. His hand is full of blisters. If you think his face is fucked, you should see your sisters. Boom! There you go. That's to start the 2022 season off with a very coarse joke. Yeah, pulled the weapons out early. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> That's another one for the another one for the archives. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah, mate, do you get up to much over the holidays? Yeah, just went a couple of day trips, a bit of jet skiing, Phillip Island, went down kissed some babies. Um, Gold Coast in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of driving there. But after yesterday's trip back from Phillip Island all the, all the road works, I'm starting to think of stuff this, so I'm gonna fly. Hey, twenty four hour drive. I know. I'm I wouldn't thinking, do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring Lisa's neck in twenty four hours. It's a long way, isn't it? <laughs> That's a long way. You'll bring her next. Yeah. She'll ring your next. I was only going to stop one night, but you need, I think you need three nights stops to get there. Eight hours a day, don't you? Oh, mate. Yeah, I think I fly stuff it. Yeah, mate, what does it cost? 300 bucks? Yeah, I was going to just drive a new car. It's something novelty, but I've been past the old tucker box about 30 times. Nobody's wore off. The old tucker box. Sitting by the tucker box. Oh, fuck. Mate, that... that Remember uh, the tucker box? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big statue on the way to Queensland. Yeah, the, oh, do really? the dog sits on the tucker yeah, box. Yeah, remember the big dog... Just, just what go, is it? Just Gundagai go from yeah, guy. Big, yeah, Gundagai tucker box. That's it. Hey, um, mate, the last time we... the last we're, we're back after a few weeks off. This is uh, episode 20 of the T-Wiz podcast. This is technically the last episode for season two. Right. I thought so, that was the last one four weeks ago, but anyway, we'll go with that. No, that was the New Year's Eve Eve right. party. That was a good night, wasn't it? was. That got me COVID after that. No. After New Year's Day, oh, that's when I got stuffed. Two big nights. Really? Yeah. I reckon it was the next day when you went out the other side of town. Yeah. yeah. I think it was Hollywood COVID. Yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Hollywood COVID. <laughs> yeah, the sniffles did you want. Come work. on, mate. That's not Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we had, uh, we had some incredible people. We had uh, King Canyon, Jimmy yep. Couples, James Ryan. Yep. 
Jimmy Couples uh, played the, the night, party the next night. night after, so I saw him twice. I think he gave it COVID. I think, I think he had it. I heard that. So thanks, Jimmy, for that. No yeah. one turned up to the party. Yeah, there's only about 40 people there. It's pretty poor. I hear yeah. the guy The guy spent a fortune on the party and yeah, no ten, one turned up. Ten large. I drank all the drinks and. <laughs> yeah, but what happened to me, Tony? I thought, I'll buy two on dollar bottle of scotch. I'll do the right thing. So I said to all, the, all my friends, I'd, well, I'll put, the, I'll put the esky in the boot, the Uber driver. Just let me know when I get there. Of course, I forgot it. Are guess, you serious? Guess what his name was? Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I said, I'm going to track you down, you prick. Chase him up the street. Chase him up the street. No, you, get, you, you can message the driver on the Uber app. Yeah, yeah try that. No number. R- wrong number. I went, oh, no. So I went to my trusty policeman. Yeah. I said, I've got the Rego and name. Bingo. <laughs> Without sunshine. Had a crack pick, team. Picked up the esky. And they were all there. Crack team of investigators yeah. working around the he clock. He wouldn't drop it off though, so I have to go sunshine. Sunshine Caravan Park. Pick it up. Do you know where that is? Yeah. <laughs> Past the Footscray ground where I kicked six goals on Rick Kennedy. I said, this, I said, I said, I said to the guy, Muhammad, this is not the arsehole in the world. I can see it there. Give us those fucking drinks, you freak. You didn't think I was going to come back, did you? He goes, no. You caught the police on me. I said, fucking hell. With a name like Muhammad Ali. I'm getting my drinks back, you freak. You, you certainly are. <laughs> Mate, we, we, had, uh, we had the incredible Simon Hosford. Yep. He was here. The, um, the fair warning show that was set for 15, yeah. Tuesday night. Um, That's in April now, isn't it? Which was the 25th of January is now on the 15th of yeah, April. Yeah, the Van Halen Tribute. So yep. it's fair warning at the yep. Corner Hotel. Yep. So tell the guy, people that. The whole T-Wiz crew will be there. We're taking about 15 people, so it's N- going to be good. Nicky D's paying. Yeah, I might even ask um, the Fossil. He might come out of retirement. You reckon I'll get the fossil there and put hearing, hearing aids in. I can't, I can't see him going to the corner hotel. Yeah, I suppose not. Are you going to go see? Are you going to the fossil to come? Uh, a, bit, a bit heavy for him. You can only ask. What sort of music does he like? Uh, old fashioned. Does he? Yeah. I like Frank Sinatra. Yeah, he likes all that. All Remember I changed, the music, yeah, yeah. I changed the music last <laughs> week? Yeah, he got pissed off. Yeah. On the boat. He goes, leave the fucking music. That won't work. <laughs> okay, fossil. Know your boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> and because you're trying to turn sausages, leave the fucking barbecue, <laughs> Well, mate, he likes that to was, run the show. Yeah, that's his boat, so in his ass. Yep. Uh, we had uh, uh, Jason Vorher was uh, was on the show briefly, you know, um, yep. friend of the show. He's been a big part of the T-Wiz podcast. We had the incredible Carly Jewell. How good were Carly and Adrian? That, that was awesome. The awesome. song that they played. I shared that a few times for him, helped S- him out. Sid and Nancy Love. Yeah, very good. That is unbelievable. If you have not heard episode 19 of the T-Wiz podcast... Tune in, yeah. Yeah, jump on there and listen to Carly and Adrian playing that song acoustically. We'll play, we'll play that at Sue later. Oh, She'll like that. We will. Yeah, she's, good, she's a good singer. She played, she's played in America. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> yeah. And she's played in um, uh, Viper Room. Yeah. In America. She's good, That's is she? famous, isn't yeah, she got some big, yeah, she's a yeah. big singer. Yep. Uh, she's, uh, she's had a residency at the Whiskey A Go-Go on Sunset Strip. And, it's hard uh, to get in. Yeah. Uh, she's um yep she's was due to go back in March to do a show with Rose Tattoo at the Whiskey, but I think that's being pushed back COVID. due to COVID. Yeah, we'll, as well. we'll go and watch them this year, eh? We'll go we'll go to one of the gigs. We certainly will. We also had uh, the legendary Aaron Chembury who debuted his new single, which came out this week, "The Setting Sun." It was good. Yep, uh, fantastic performance. Um, you know, those guys are all fantastic. You can check them out on our podcast episode nineteen, or you can go to our Instagram uh, at. T-Wiz podcast to, yep. uh, to check any of that out. Um, what else, Tony? What else you got for me, mate? Mate, um, the, um, the, the old legend himself, Eddie from uh, the Rocky Horror Show, the Batter yep. Hell Man himself, Mr. Yeah, Meatloaf. Yeah, that's a shame. Wasn't that? Had a great life. Lost I, him. I, I can't believe he's sold six million albums. Mate, he, How he, good is he? He's a legend. I, I remember it might have been around about 77 or 78, yeah. that album that came out. That was great, yeah. I was about six now, I think. I loved it. 
Oh, yeah. I, I think it was his highest-selling album at the album, wasn't it? I think it was in the top three highest-selling albums of was all time. Was that his first album? I, first, second, yeah. I, no, I think it was his... I think it might have been his first major yeah. album. He's, he'd been working in the theatre and as an actor prior I to I think that. Steinman engin- engineered it. He, he, wrote the, he wrote the songs, yeah. yeah Jim right. Steinman. Yes, yep. And, um... Yeah, yeah. what a shame. And he, he posted something before I went in hospital, mate, life, and I think he knew he was going to pass away. He, he wasn't, he wasn't well. That? He wasn't well, yeah. Yep. Um... Yeah, an absolute legend, Meatloaf. How uh, old, Tony? He was about 78? You know, he was... Uh, We're younger. I, I, I don't know. I think he was early 70s. Yeah. Is that all? Maybe 74. Right. Yep. But um, either way, he's still too young. Yeah. Um, went no to good. the... Nicky D and I and uh, a couple others went to uh, Daryl Braithwaite. You didn't go because yeah, you were yeah. afraid of getting COVID. Yeah, no, yeah. I was still getting over it. Oh, you still getting over yeah, it? Yeah, I was about two days away. We went and saw... Um, Daryl Braithwaite yeah. at the ESPY. You showed me the video. That's where I got COVID. I know. Thank God I didn't go. Yeah. I would have got it again. No, I still had it. Yeah, I was. Uh, I had no energy. It's, it's really zapping, isn't it? It really is. Ah. To that uh, to that girl that I was having a couple of drinks with in the front bar, uh, I apologise for your last couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> did you share your glass? Uh, well, let's not talk about that. Probably did. Probably passed on with a. Uh, you probably no. swapped straws. I know you. <laughs> you freak. Give me give me a bad name. Fish yeah. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> three cheers for Kojak. Three cheers for Kojak. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's been a uh, it's it's been a, a fantastic couple of weeks. Oh, what else? Uh, how about Ozark's back? Well, actually, Daryl got it then. Daryl got COVID. Yeah, Daryl yeah. yeah, had COVID too. Jason, yeah, Jason, Simon, the, ho- the whole band, the whole Simon, Simon band had it too. Yeah. Taylor for- Sheridan was there as well, wasn't he? Shit, I don't know. It's bad. Oh, actually, yeah, he, he was, was the support. Yep, 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 that's right. Yep, so, yeah, um, so Taylor, if you were feeling lot, sick, apparently... A lot of people had it. Apparently, <laughs> he's <laughs> just done the Australian Open, so yeah, <laughs> I'm about, just giving it to the whole Australian like Open. It's like two out of four people got it now. Two out of five people got it. It's getting real bad. Yeah. And what about for Netflix uh, fans? Ozark four seasons back. Is it? Let, let the fans know. Jason told me that from Taxi Ride. Did he? So what's the whole season in two days? When's he coming on the show? Shit up, wouldn't it? Um, I have to ask him. You yeah. have to give him a call. We'll, yeah. get, we'll get him on for a chat. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so uh, some of the fans can watch that. It's good to get a good show. Season four. Yeah. That's uh, that's fantastic, mate. Have you been a whiz in the kitchen? Uh, hang on. Yes. <laughs> it's been weeks. You must have cooked something. No, I helped her. Yep. I was, was going to tell um, Sue about this because she's a fitness fanatic. So I, I um, you know, commercial the eight hundred keto diet. So I rushed out and bought the book. <laughs> Shit, right? You know where you fast. <laughs> so it's still done by this. Even though you fucking starve to death a day and a half, day and a half later. But I've, I've done a week and a half. Good. Cheated a little bit. Didn't tell Lisa. <laughs> Had to slip in one cream cake. I said, "Fuck it, she won't know." <laughs> Yum. Mm-hmm. And so it's no carbs, no Good bread, bread. <laughs> no pasta, no sugar. Yeah. What else? Keto is a high protein one. one. Oh, it's all yeah, protein. Yeah. yeah, not bad so far. It's like the caveman diet, right? And you can have yeah. eggs and bacon. And you can yeah, it. yeah it's, it's a bit easier than like carb. You put, you put cream in high your protein, yeah. Yeah, cream in so, your coffee, not, bad. not milk, cream. I, I try and do like five days on, two days off. But not bad, yeah. So I try when, to, you, when you say you try to, well, like, that yeah. doesn't mean you do. <laughs> I, 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 five <laughs> days once, it's good. <laughs> yeah. And it's sort of um, don't crave so much bread because bread and pasta bloats you. Yep, so it you, does. Once you get used to it. And um, I got it for Lisa really, and then I was supposed to cook. I made her cook, but it's got all the recipes. It's grouse. <laughs> like four minutes preparation, four minutes cooking. Right. We had some salmon... Salmon tuna salad, nice. Had that three times. <laughs> Fucking stunk, but I was sick of, sick of salmon. But geez, it makes you full. It's protein, isn't it? You got it. You got an air fryer. Yep. 
Vic, you know? how good are they? I know, we did it in the air. It's gross. You don't have to use the oven. It doesn't dry it out. <laughs> oven yeah, it doesn't dry it out, does it? It doesn't, yeah. No, nah, it's gross. I'm just getting, getting the hang of it. So do you reckon that you get yourself and get your legs into good enough shape that we, as the T-Wiz podcast, Dave, Nikki D, all of us, will go and do Kokoda later this year? Yeah, imagine doing that. We could. And we'll document it. Raise some money for charity. Okay. Imagine Warwick Capper on the Kokoda truck. I wonder if Sam will come again. He might. Sam no, might do it again. His knee. Well, yeah. It was his ankle, wasn't it? That he his ankle. Yeah, yeah, fused. Yeah, fused up ankle. Sue might come with us. Yeah, we can go. She's fit. It. Yeah, we can do that. We yeah. raise charity. Yeah, we could raise some money for charity. Yeah. Yep. And um, I'm not carrying you. Let's let's <laughs> just get that clear. Can you now, carry right? the tent? Can you, can you carry the tents? <laughs> 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 do you have to take your own tent? I suppose you do. Yeah. You got to take everything. I got huts. No. Yeah, mate. You you have a you have a basically a. Guy that comes yeah. with you, and yeah, does, Sherpa. Yeah, Sherpa. I got that comes showers. Along. Nah, in the river. I went to base camp there. Yeah. That's base the, camp. I went to Port Moresby. That's where it is. Yeah. I did a show there with Peter Dacos. I can I can imagine you'd have your hair dryer in the back of his. <laughs> got a Dyson. We're going to make, like yeah, make up artist. <laughs> <laughs> they call Tony Dyson for different reasons. <laughs> that's a good inside joke. It certainly is. Sue. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I, I, I think that we should we should set. Um, we've, we've got Sue on record now as being a part of the team. I think we should get a team together. We get. We, yeah, we, I mean, train for three months, four months, get real fit. We'll get. We'll get prepared. We'll do some preparation. It takes about a week, doesn't it? Seven to seven. seven. To, seven are you going to go days. one way, or are you going to go one way and back? No, no, no way, no, one no, way no, no, most. Just one way. Just one way. <laughs> Stuff that. Yeah, you have to. I might be blind. I'm just Sue. I might be blind. I'm not stupid. <laughs> do you have a doctor friend? Yep. Because it's going to be, I think we'll need one of them. My neighbour, he might come. He's yeah, an Indian. Yeah. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah. yeah, good suntan. And he loves, he loves a free holiday. He loves a curry too, so fuck me. He loves, well, he a, a, he loves, he loves the poppadons. He, he can be our chef. Yeah, he can be our he chef. He might come, yeah. He's, he's pretty fit. But uh, there you go, uh, T-Wiz listeners. We are going we to hit Kokoda later in 2022. I think we should aim for, you know, around about August. And we can film August, it, we? we? can film and get a couple of sponsors. Well, what's the weather like over in New Guinea at about that time of you year? You can't go in the wet season because yeah. nah. it makes it three times yeah. harder to get yeah. And you get leeches. Yeah, yeah. So we'll Like in my garage, a lot of leeches we'll, every Friday. We'll do a little bit of research. I, I just think that um, <coughs> I, watched, uh, I watched Sam and Gary Lyons' documentary that they filmed their trek on Kokoda. Yeah. And... It was just awe-inspiring. Yeah, I reckon we could do it. My grandfather was carried off the Kokoda Trail by the Fuzzy Wuzzies in World War Two, and so there's a family there's history there. Family history there for me. Hospital for you. It might be good. Yeah. I just think that um, you know people would love to see Warwick Kappa do the Kokoda Trail. Can we take our time, can we? <laughs> I just you can just imagine these lights. You <laughs> we'll know, you know, out. You know he's going to do the pods. You know they have the round lights. So you know he's going to be doing the selfies, and he's going to do, do it here. Maybe just take ten, <laughs> da- just ten days, mate. That's all it'll be. Yeah, yeah. instead of seven, maybe nine and a half. Yeah, well, um, like uh, 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 old, old boxing mate Mick O'Malley runs Kokoda Tours. I'll see if he's got might a, be, good, an extended version. And then they don't they end up in Hawaii the last yeah. two or four just yeah. to R and R just yeah. to relax. Yeah. I'll t- we'll take David Bodyguard in case there's any fights. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, and we might <laughs> take Nick. Nick. Scare the girls away. <laughs> <laughs> Who else can we take? Nikki D has to come. No, we'll have to get. No, I won't take Con. No, no, no. We have He's to get too uh, slow. T was alumni, <laughs> so we have to get Hosford, Jason Vorher, any of the guests that have been on the show. We'll send an invite out for a big T Wiz. I don't think too many musicians want to come, would they? Look, mate, I think Maybe. The, the more people that get on board, the better. You know, we'll we'll find a good charity. We'll raise some money yeah, for okay. a charity. I know we'll a charity. We're at Capper Enterprises. We'll do something. Ptyltd. We could raise six point two million. Hundred for hundred for me. I don't think charity's got the PTY no, no, on the end. Yeah, it's just the inside, Jake. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll raise money for me and Sue. We've had a hard, we've had a hard year. I lost two hundred fifty grand last year, so yeah. Oh, no, oh, we'll, no, we'll, do, we'll, we'll put it in big charity. Maybe Ryder Club. 
maybe maybe a variety. Look, at the end of the day, I think uh, whoever's whoever's a great charity that I think yeah. um, getting Warwick Capper on the Kokoda Trail would be not only yeah. fascinating to watch in person, but I think it'd be a great thing to document. The along Warwick Capper Australia, I've done a lot for them. I do the car rallies for them. How good are they? Yeah, I raised about three million for them. Oh, really? And I'm big brother. We raised uh, 20, 20 mil. Wow. The council would. Because everyone donated on the, off the show. Yeah. They put the number on yep. for, um, for the whole two weeks. So okay. that was Ronald McDonald House. Why don't you tell Sue about your little big brother experience, Warwick? I'll tell her later, eh? Okay. <laughs> we got time? Of course we've got time. But uh, Warwick, guess what time it is now? What time is it? Is it birthday it's, time? It's your favourite segment. Happy birthday, Cunty! Sue's just right over in her in in tight pants. Okay. Okay. Who what we have got? we got first? Who we got, Wiz? All right. Just let me adjust the microphone. Okay. This guy's a T-Wiz family member. He's, he's the front man of one of the Melbourne's best acts, the Burn City Saints. The Burn City Saints. They're good. They Burn are. City Saints. Plays the role of Paul Stanley in the premiere Kiss tribute. Kiss. Kiss this. Does he? Yeah, he does, mate. Kiss this. They're, they're fantastic. Name. Not suck this, kiss this, okay. He's got a personal message from the music legend, Meatloaf, Yep, for his birthday today. Watched it today, I, I saw on his on his Facebook page, a video birthday message that was filmed, I think, a week ago, so just before Meatloaf yep. passed away. Right. He recorded a video message for that, him. that Lindsay got given today. How good is that? Now he's passed away, it's worth uh, more. And so old, old mate Lindsay was yeah. apparently in tears, a massive Meatloaf fan. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Thanks for talking while you you, you were interrupting Tony too. For his birthday today, and Meatloaf told him he loved him as nearly as much as love Warwick Kepper. So here we are, and so do we. We all love you. Lindsay West, happy birthday, Cunty! Yeah, well yep, yep, yep. we, we got anyone else on there, Wiz? I can't, eh? I can't read this fucking thing. Okay, we have. Where's Lisa's glasses? We kept rolling it? Yeah, mate, yeah. Okay, the next man is dearly departed legend. They had a birthday recently. He's the most influential guitarist of his generation and possibly in the history of music. Big rap. Big, Big rap. rap like he, he lives in the music of Van Halen and his son Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Who continues the family legacy. It was incredible band Mammoth. Mammoth. I thought they were talking about my penis. But never mind, just, that's, that's another story. <laughs> Eddie Van Halen, we love you. Happy birthday, cunty. There you go. There you go. Well you done. Guys. There you go. Well, what a segue into one of the most respectable people. Yes, his ever. name is a Mammoth. <laughs> I might bring the next point, point about Mammoth too, inside Warwick Kappa. <laughs> All right, what have we got next, Tony? Mate, I, I was just I'm saying. I'm going to get Sue on. She's itching at the bit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Sue. So, <laughs> so to speak, was, Susan. So was, to speak. I was trying to segue to say we're going to go from that debauchery to probably the most respectable person we've ever had on the show in terms of your public image, oh, of thank course. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> is that so, so. It is the incredible uh, Order of Australia, Miss yes. Sue Stanley. The aerobics queen. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Wiz. And she was in Moonbase. I'm very nervous. Yeah, I'm so nervous. And Sue was um, aerobics queen, Tony. Oh, yeah. I mean, and she, more than that. She even was in the Olympics and she was uh, um, a water skier. Okay, thanks for coming. Yeah, Look. He's <laughs> just done my whole life for me. And how's this, thanks, Tony? Yeah, yeah. I've got to ask Sue about, Sue about the story. She said, um, remember Moomba in the 80s? Yes. And the big pyramid? She was on top. She was on Tell top. Tell us about that, Sue. What happened there? Remember? Under Swan Street Bridge. Absolutely. What we, happened? I was actually selected in the Olympic Games and we had to ski in Moomba. 
So yep. we're actually going down. So you're 18 feet in the air, going 60 k's an hour in water, and you're wearing a two-inch bikini top. Shit, anyway, wouldn't you bring me? You go down under the Swan Street Bridge and you turn around yep. and all skiers must be climbed before you hit the Swan Street Bridge. So yep. you're 60 k's an hour in water, uh, 18 feet in the air, Isn't and you're holding on to your two-inch toggle there. And you, yep. there. But guess what? It's not an 18-foot clearance on the Swan Street oh. Bridge. There's this wire that hangs down underneath there. Oh. So you actually – and. It, who skis in the dark anyway? It's night time. Like that. Yeah. Oh, this was night duck. skiing. Yeah, night. Well, it's <laughs> night night skiing. Yeah, the shows are at night. So you got big, you got, you got bigger balls in my head. <laughs> Good effort. <laughs> Thanks, Warwick. <laughs> as long as they're not on my head, I'll be very happy with that. <laughs> they might be. You went two hours. Very early. It is Friday night. And you have to duck, and then you have to then get your flare gun out of your twin bikini top. And it's actually um, wrapped in plastic. You have to rip it off with your teeth and have it up there and light it just before you hit the, uh, what a story. the, uh, the uh, crowd. And, so, and, and duck down, I suppose, a bit too. You know, you've got to duck yeah. down underneath as you come up, then get it out and then um, light the flare gun and then the Fuck, crowd like, Let's give her yeah. a pump for that. That's fucking big balls. Yeah, but if you ever have a desire, have you ever jumped in the Arrow River? Yeah, you get a three-course oh, three three meal. Yeah. Oh, really? I got yeah. pushed into the boat. I have, but, oh, but man. Not, not that part. Trust me. Yeah, like shit, yeah I know. Yeah. Your skin's... Oh, oh yeah. No one wants us... Yeah. The upside down river. You get dysentery. Yeah, no, you, but you we can. did the opening ceremony next to the Han River. So it was in 1988, Seoul Olympics. And when the, just before the athletes came out into the stadium, they beamed our show skiing right in there just before into Sick. the Olympic Stadium. Yeah, I so love pretty going, cool. I love going to Moomba. Yeah. My friend actually, um, who's done 100 movies, he, he was the first one to do kites. Kites, um, kite skiing. Yeah, yeah. He started that. Yeah, he's, oh, really? He's we, had a, we had yeah, a Greg Skipper. Kite, he's we a had a kite skip, uh, David knows him. Yeah, he's, um, he's, kite he's, um, niece is a, a champion war scout. I reckon he would have come with us. Jody Skipper, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I reckon he came Dave with Nazar. us yeah, over yeah. to the Olympics. Yeah. And there was a bit of story about him because yeah. he actually started flying Greg across Skipper. over to the. Uh, over the stadium, yeah. and then obviously everyone got nervous because like bombs and, and thought it was a terrorist, and that, although they might have been arrest him, yeah. him, yeah. And they used to have um, flares on the kite, remember? Remember? Yeah, 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 that was him, yeah. That was him, yeah. I nearly got arrested too on in uh, in Seoul, Korea. Really? Yeah. We had our, you know, after we finished What'd the show, do? we just have our bikinis on and runners. You put runners on, hot, so you put your sunnies on. Yeah. And lucky you had the lanyard on and yeah. you go for a walk. It's beautiful, absolutely. Yep. We got pulled up by the coppers and they wanted to take us, but we we're only lucky we had the Olympic so thing. So they you. took us back to the uh, compound and we stayed there. But, yeah, they were going to put us in jail for, for being nude. For loitering. I've, I've been too, uh, no, yeah, no, they're, too they're, revealing. They're, yeah, they're… Uh, like the meter maids. Yeah. Different, different culture over there. It was. Hey, yeah. Susan, how did yeah. you get into um, aerobics? That was your big thing on TV yeah, well, in the 80s, 90s? Yeah, I was actually. But I actually have a, 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 um, a career in gymnastics. So yep. I dance in gymnastics. I started dance when I was four. Right. And then I started I did in gymnastics. ballet, right? Yeah, ballet? Was yep. ballet, that was dance, tap, yep. modern, Good high research, theatrical, Tony. did all of it. Yeah. Did some research, you freak. And then I transferred <laughs> over to <laughs> gymnastics because my sister looked fantastic in a tutu and I looked like a bloke in a tutu. I looked like a brick. Well, <laughs> you looked all right in your undies last week on Sam's Boat. <laughs> I might add. So I'll tell you what. I haven't matured Oh, Wizard Capital started to get a bit of blood. <laughs> I did, so I did, you've matured we, we, didn't that, we didn't mind that at all. <laughs> I mean, with the flesh-coloured uh, little undie, undie, undies. Nothing wrong with that. No, I, I wasn't on the boat the second the second time, but uh, Lucky I did see... I did see that the um, yeah, that the undergarments had upgraded since yeah, the yeah. first time I was on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> I must say, Sue was the only one with balls. She jumps off 15 foot. Now we get other girls. We held hands. The other young girls wouldn't even do it. They're yeah. scared. The makeup might run. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have no doubt that there's no fear there. Yeah. So, yeah, so you, you started as 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 
And then I transferred over to gymnastics and I actually went up to – I was the first scholar at the AIS right. in, uh, in Canberra when I was 14 and a half to 16 and a half. So imagine going up from Melbourne, living in Canberra. You could live with a family because they had no accommodation up there so we were too young to stay yep. in motels. So we stayed up with a new family so I had another brother and a sister and mum and dad. So we went to a school and they didn't want to make us – special at all. So in Canberra. My, in Canberra, my, my yeah. mum was born there. I was yep. in Lynham High School. I yep. went to Lynham High. So there was five people from the areas and they didn't want us to stand out. So we had special privileges. We didn't have to wear a uniform. Oh, so you're How not going to stand out? out? <laughs> yeah. How are you going to do that? So yeah. we were... Uh, we weren't allowed to do home and ec- economics because we weren't allowed to eat the food because we'd get too fat. Yep. Yep. Uh, we didn't have to do PE because we were too fit and we couldn't get detention. So we had a pretty uh, pretty good run there. Yeah, the run but of was the great place. Time. Yeah. yeah. And how, how long were you up there for? Two years, 18 months. Yeah, two yeah, years. It's yeah, it's a good place to live. Away from your family. Yeah. And when we had our state titles, we'd come back to Victoria and we weren't allowed, even allowed to stay with our family. We had to stay in a hotel altogether for teamwork. Oh, you know, we had to team be a building. team. Yeah. Yep. So we didn't take our focus off being with our parents or anything like that or family. Yeah. Did you but start, that were the times, did you, you, did know? you start a Ostole? Didn't you? Weren't you a part of that? Uh, I've done that, it a couple of times, era? I think. Yeah, but yeah that I, show. I remember you were on that show, weren't you? Well, that was more Sydney-based, so yeah, it yep. was a lot more guests. But yep. wasn't that camera work pretty ugly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the Ozzy style, yeah. I used to watch it and just put it on pause when they <laughs> stretching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, then I transferred from gymnastics over to the aerobics. Right. Right. Yep. But, yeah. but I was, before you jumped to the aerobics, in terms of the gymnastics, mm. how many years were you dedicated to that as a sport? Well, I was 14 and a half when I was up there, so I was probably uh, – because you don't have a great lifespan as a, as a gymnast, but yep. I had the most amazing coach, and he was Japanese, so we were very, very strict. Yep. You, know, you, weren't allowed, you weren't allowed to do anything. You weren't allowed to speak during training. If you take your top off, you had to then fold it up and then take it to the side. You bowed at each one of the uh, apparatuses. But he made you so focused, but he made it in a way that it wasn't a chore – Yep. It was a discipline that you Bit like actually, karate. Yeah, yeah it is, but yeah. it was an enjoyable. He was a lovely gentleman. He instilled yeah. great uh, um, worthness of us, and it was just fantastic. I think that was the best grounding for me to whatever I actually do. So I think that dedication, that um, the training, the hard work that we did, we just loved it. So I think that's where it was. And we learned a lot about... I think we did about 72 hours of psychology. And as a young kid, you know, 14, 15-year-old doing psychology, because, you know, you hear other athletes, they um, might, uh, parents might die just before or pass away just before the Olympics. So how do you continue on by being so focused by blocking things out? And that's what we learnt, really how to block things out and really keep on that straight and narrow. Did that cause you any issues down the track? Where, (laughs) Because, I mean, obviously you can block things out to a certain extent, but at, at some point, if you push something too deep, it's going to manifest in other ways. It is, and I know there was. A, I know we did have a ten-year reunion at the AAS, and I know that I rang up one of the other the girls that were uh, at that time. I thought we might all drive up together, and she said, "Oh, maybe our, the psychologist doesn't think it's a good idea." So I think. Back in the day, it was different. Today's society and how sport has changed; they've got those things available. But back then, it was pretty tough. Um, I probably only have really, I could say. One one issue, psychological, is that I will not weigh myself. I cannot stand on the scales. That's yeah, I'll get sick of that thing. too after a while. You find it you hard? Sort of, you sort of tell. You lose weight. Mm-hmm. Just look at your guts. And well, you, you do know, yeah. And you, and you, Don't you, ask Warwick if he finds it hard. I've had a lot of mirrors. Shut up, Tony. Take your mask off. He's carrying the kids. 
<laughs> yeah, but I agree with that because you, you can tell. Yeah. Just by looking at yourself. Yeah, you can, yeah. but we actually had to weigh ourselves. And it's all documented by the Australian Institute of Sport. I told you, Tony, muscles heavier than fat. <laughs> and there's a lot of fat around your fucking head, all right? <laughs> I can take a sense of him the way you dress too, Tony. Fucking hell. Oh, there it is. Nah, there it is. Nah, we there still like is. him. We do like him. So as a site so as a young kid, I think that probably mm, is not very good for me. Yep. Um but then I suppose you do get so dedicated and so focused in what you are, sometimes you lose something about you and then after your career then same thing you get a bit lost and I think what do kind of, what does Sue Stanley like? You kind of bleach a part of yourself out. Yeah. Yep. You're Sue Stanley that person not that yep. real person who am I? Yep. So yeah that's what And tell, tell us about how you got that award from the government you said before. I suppose you, you do a lot of things. Didn't you, you? you do a lot of I, th- I don't do anything for any awards. What's I that just award do you things. Got? What's that name? I got an order, order of Australia, Australia yeah. medal. How do you get OAM. that? How do you get that? Someone actually has to nominate you, so you don't know. Can you, can you not, I wouldn't mind one of those fuckers. You want me to nominate you? I'm a Hall of Famer of the Sydney in the AFL. I wouldn't mind. Fucking. Are we a chance? That, or that would be phenomenal. Warren Kappa that, OAM. That, that's, <laughs> a great, that, that's a great accolade. <laughs> get that? That's funny. That's that would be amazing. I say people nominate for They will go back into your history, though. Right. They will. History's good. Credibility. Yeah, <laughs> well, maybe the point I didn't help, it doesn't matter. That way you know he's definitely not going to get it. I've helped a lot of people's marriages with that adult movie. So anyway, so that's, that's got to be a plus. You know, all your bad things that you have done, done you've done a lot things. of good things. Yeah, I've like. done too many bad things. You don't, you know, you, people only know you for your bad things. Like. Yeah, I haven't done many. Yeah. Ricky's done all them. And fair, fair I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I'm just imagining the wobbles, you know, the fat wobbling on Warwick Kappa as he's jumping up and down. Going, Kiapa, are you fucking beauty? <laughs> <laughs> like jumping the shark last week. Funny as. Yes. I said, is that a shark or is that Sue Stanley? <laughs> the shark was only five foot. Same as Sue. I, thought, oh, I think I've jumped on her. <laughs> you wish. Uh, you wish. So, what else you got for it, Tony? So with the, with the gymnastics, before we sort of move away from that, what, what was kind of the pinnacle of the com- competition that you experienced as a gymnast? I think it's just a focus because yeah. you don't really have any um, – I mean, we've all got two arms and two legs, right? Just face it. So we all train hard in whatever we do. But what really makes probably the, the person who stands out or who wins – Your mindset. Is there someone who's he's got, he's mentally strong. Everyone's got 24 hours Correct. a day. Yep. Depends how you use it. Uh, you know, you have a girl, a girl, a, 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 another person or another girl who's the same age as me roughly and we, you know, we train just as hard. But who? what, what makes the difference? And it's really that mental yep. strength. That's what installed Correct. for me, and yep. that's how I become three-time world champion in aerobics. Is because of that, that mental ability for yeah. it to be able to just focus yep. on anything. So yeah. So how long between the end of the the gymnastics? Well, you obviously had a lot of uh, water skiing experience yeah. because you obviously you skied at Moomba, and then you were a part of the Seoul Olympics. Yeah, in nineteen eighty-eight. So that was in Seoul Olympics eighty-eight. But I bought a health club in eighty-seven. So oh. I was only 19 and a half. In Melbourne? Yeah, in Melbourne, in Maidstone there. So. Yep, that was the year of lifestyle gym. So yeah, That was exactly, our sponsor, yep. lifestyle member, yep. Ron Clark. Yep, yep. that's it. So, um, had, and Doug Wade of yep. uh, yeah, Vigor and Vital. Yeah, that were the days. You get down on goals like me. Yeah, so I had that. I had that for a while. And then um, obviously then I bought, I mean, if anyone's complaining about interest rates of today, I was paying 21% rollover bills, you know, back yeah, in the day. No, no. So I was paying 17% in uh, 88. Yeah, I was paying 21. Yep. So, I was, yep. I, so I was in deep in the, in, I bought the, the land as well. And then you could do this, and I saw this sport on TV called sport aerobics. Yeah. And you remember the day, um, 
with Ken Suncliffe and Max Walker were doing wide water sports. Yep. Yep. I saw this amazing – and she was Australian and she was in the world championship and she got second and I admired her. She was from Queensland and she was 35 years of age and she was doing these amazing things like one-arm push-ups. She had three kids and she had the body from hell. That's how you got – And you, I thought, oh, wow. She's you know, this is, Yeah, yep. so I thought, okay. So yep. I gave it a go yep. and I went into the Victorian Championships at the Dallas Brooks Hall and I got third. So I didn't get win to go in. And someone said to me, he goes – uh, you can you know, train another uh, three months. You can go up to Sydney and get into the Nationals with a wild card entry. I said, okay. Then this lady comes up to me and she says, Sue, give up now. Really? You're too short. What a bitch. You're too fat and you're not the right image that we want for sport ah, aerobics. Kind of a thing. Wow. And I, my, my jaw just dropped, you know. A, how can – I mean, it's a sport. How can someone say that you can't do it or you're not going to be good at yeah, it? Yeah, there's, like, there's always negative people in the, yeah. in the world. And mind you, she was a judge, so I thought well, my career's going to be real good in this. Gen- generally, when you cop that kind of criticism from somebody who doesn't really know you, it's, yeah. it, often it comes from jealousy. Yeah, it's pretty rude, isn't it? Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Because be- I think everyone – back in the day when – you know, we're talking about early 90s, so everything was about sponsorship and models and, and yeah. glamour girls. And, okay, well, you know, I'm not six foot six. I haven't got legs up to my arm, but I'm only five foot three quarters of an inch. No, five foot one. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm not getting at that tall. Perfect size for the next know, video. And being a gymnast, you know, you've got, you got a bit of strength about you. You've got a bit of uh, kahunas and water skiing. And so yeah. I'm a bit – you know, I love – been doing all the boys sort of stuff so I wasn't that sort of girly sort of yep. you know get into the Reebok aerobics sphere and pose and stuff that wasn't me you know, so, with but, the, but that would have shocked you her saying that yeah, yeah. I've, I've had people say about me they, yeah. they're negative pricks but as, yeah, so, as it turns yeah. out you had actually all the right stuff to be yeah. one of the most successful people ever well that, that's right yeah. so then Three I decided that, but that? then that, I wanted to prove to me uh, it didn't worry about people saying I, I'm not I don't do it for anyone else I only do it for me but I had to prove to myself I said Am I too short and too fat? Is this sport not for me? And I thought, well, I'm going to give it one more go. I'll go to the nationals. And if I'm not any good for the sport, I'll, you know, I'm happy. I've been to the Olympics. You've tried. You know, yep. I've done that. So I'll give it a go. So I went up there and I, I went into repertage, got third, went into that, got into the – I got into the finals. Yep. And she was there, that girl from Queensland. She was in the finals with me and I'm like, oh, I was in awe. I was oh. just like – I look at her and I oh, said, wow. Real, real hot body. Yeah. yeah. And she, I said, Cheryl, you're just amazing. You're the reason why I'm here. And she goes, Sue, you know, keep it. You'll be good. Just go home and train harder and, and you'll be right. You'll get the, the use of the sport. Just go out and do your best. I said, yep, I'm just going to do my best. So I went out and did my best and I actually won. That was my first national championships. How good is that? And guess there what? She you. hasn't talked to me since. Do <laughs> <laughs> good, but not too good. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah. jealousy at high levels does help. Does yeah. happen. So, so six you, months later, yeah, I went to the world titles and I won my first world title. Yep. yep. And then yep. I went to another twelve months. Now no one has defended it. Yeah, you were the first person to ever defend a yeah. world title yeah. and successfully win. So yep. Yep. I, and where was I that held? That, too? that was that in Japan, Tokyo. Right. What was it like? Was it hard to breathe? A lot of smog there. No, no, it was actually pretty people. good. No, Japan was pretty clean, right? It's, yeah, it's pretty clean. Yeah. Jap- Japanese yep. is pretty yep. pretty clean. But it was actually interesting because I went to Japan in gymnastics because uh, my coach was Japanese. Yep. So I went there where there was no McDonald's. No, it was very raw. It's very – go back about 20 years later. It's fully commercialised. Like, yeah. 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 There's McDonald's, KFCs, Donut yeah. Kings on all, every yeah. corner. Yeah, yeah. fully westernised yeah. a lot of those village yeah. areas. Yeah. What's your favourite yeah. country, you think? What do you oh, think? I love the US. Yep. I, d- I do love the US. Yeah. Um, but there's so many other beautiful Germany, um, Kufstein. Canada's nice. You been there? Austria, Canada. Vancouver's nice. A uh, little uh, bit, not much. There. And Canada yeah, just yeah, went up to Niagara Falls. Yeah, and stuff like there. that. Yeah. My so. son lived there two years. He liked yeah, it. Yeah. So uh, even to add more, I mean, 
reading through your your bio, I mean, I, I needed to take a break just to get <laughs> through big, it. it. I mean, the, I, I don't know that I've ever come across somebody who's who's got such a uh, such a resume in, in terms of what kind of mindset you must have had from the get go. So he's been busy it's been to good, be it's this been good, kind it's been of achiever to perform it at this level across multiple sports, like four sports. Uh, in in total, so you've obviously you've had the the gymnastics, the water skiing, the aerobics, and then there was the um, the, uh, the the Miss Fitness World Champion, yeah, yeah that which goes. was like a hybrid sport, right? Well, th- this is interesting because after the three world titles, I hung up the G string. That was it. I retired. So it was. Where'd you hang them up? I'm not going for a sniff. <laughs> <laughs> in Sam's right. <laughs> well, it was at the Crown Casino, but right. now it's back at my place. What so. room? <laughs> I, I'm not telling you. <laughs> That's all right, mate. I've had a couple of G strings in the Cabaret Cave. And you know that months. voice in my ear is is still saying you're too short, too fat, and not right an image. So I thought. I just had that real th- thing in my bonnet saying, okay, well, I, can, I can't do anything about my height and I can't do anything about my way I look, but I can do something about my body. How far can I push and change my body but still be – I'm not into the bodybuilding, so I don't believe in going the that low. Yeah. So I was doing a fitness. So there was a fitness routine. Yes, it's in a bodybuilding, but it was actually a misfitness. So you could still do like a, an aerobic routine or a gymnastic routine. It's not great. So – I did that and I, I won the nationals and uh, state nationals and then I won the worlds probably straight after that. But I just wanted to prove to me how low I could go in my diet, what diet and nutrition did and how I could shape my body. And that's yeah. what I did as person. I didn't tell anyone I was doing it, so I didn't put it out there in the media. I just did something for me. So How's your diet today? Still pretty good? You still look pretty good. Well, that's Must. what I learned. It's 80% diet and 20%. Yeah. So yeah. in my 20s, I, it was, is, I was flogging myself silly. Yeah. yeah. I was doing like 22 oh, aerobic gosh. classes so, a week. So was I. In the bedroom. <laughs> I, I, was, I think that was a wrong choice of words and, on this show. show. <laughs> yeah, I'd be running 30Ks a week, two, 3 by 10Ks, yeah. K swim, 80K bike ride on the Shit. weekends, play squash. Just breaking your body yeah. down. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I thought that I was doing the right it's thing. It's all about the fuel in it. High yeah. protein, like I don't know why, but and you know all the cardio makes you sort of puff up a lot. I reckon makes you hungry too. So the the bodybuilding or the weights doing weights really sort of cut me down. So I learned that it's eighty percent diet yeah, is, nutrition yeah. and only twenty percent. Yep. So I don't have to you know go out there and pay, pay, you know, bang the paving. Yeah, yeah, kill, yeah, it, yeah. kill myself now. So I just look yeah. after myself and diet because yeah. getting any age now, you know, we're getting get old now. I'm fifty eight. I know the feeling. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I look forty, but I'm fifty eight. Well, I did. I did run <laughs> a marathon. Surgeon. Good effort. I did a half marathon. Did killed, you? Killed me. The Gold Coast one. I hate I hate running. Oh, my son did a whole one. Did he? Great effort. I did the one in New York. Ah, whole way. Oh, with variety. Shit. Yeah. Variety children's charity. So yeah. didn't train for it though. That's forty two goes, mate. Forty two. Right. It was so good doing it over there. It was like it was about the thirty five K mark and I'm going, oh, okay, now I'm starting to feel it. Oh, jeez, ah, we're at thirty five K's. I know. Only seven K to go. So I got nineteen K I almost shit, shit myself. Oh really? Uh, two K's to go and then shit. How long keep, did you do? Keep oh, going. Okay. Just done two hours, hour and hour and fifty two. That's a good effort. So I made it. 21K? Yeah, yeah 21 and a half. Well, you're like me. I'm, you're not marathon. built for running. Thank God it was Gold Coast Marathon, no hills. That would be hot, though. Fucking hell. I sweat like a gypsy with a mortgage. Oh, jeez. And Sue, I sweat like a pedophile at a Wiggles concert. <laughs> Last 10 minutes. <laughs> Fuck me. You were sweater. But I pushed through that not much. No. <laughs> you were sweater. Not really. I'm a grinder. <laughs> well, sometimes we... <laughs> I, and Tony, I'm not a receiver like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're a giver or a take a take. I'm a modern man. Okay. Mate. I'm a modern yeah. man. So that's a good effort. Yeah, three cheers for doing the full marathon. Yeah. My son Thank did you. it um, three months ago to raise money. He okay, made yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good on him. But yeah, when you're big, it's hard on, hard on, your, li- on your limbs. Yeah. Hurt your knees. I'm not a natural. I'm a hundred kilos. I hurt your knees. Yeah. I've got muscle. 
<laughs> Muscle memory is always nice. <laughs> so in 1998, which was a couple of years before you won the World Championship for the Miss Fitness, Fitness World, you were inducted into the Australian Fitness Hall of Fame, the Order of Australia. Yep. That was a Hall of Fame. So that's where uh, – this is the only club in Australia where you actually are nominated by your peers – so only athletes or people, members in the Sport Hall of Fame, like your Dawn Fravers, like your John Bertrand, like your Kath Freeman's, like all the legends, yep. and you get put into this special group and then it goes through a selection committee, which I think is Raylene Boyle, um, Rob DeCostello, so all the greats, and yep. then you get selected and be put in. So, And to be in that and selected, that was like the best that? alumni. Yeah. Was That's like, big name, biggest names oh, in Australia. Absolutely. Fantastic. Good effort. If you needed validation, I mean, great it doesn't effort. get any better than that. Oh, Johnny ah. Famijon, you know, yeah, yeah. he's great. Uh, yeah. He's still there. And even Brilliant, brilliant uh, ball, yep. Yeah. So um, I think, great. you know, you're pretty much that uh, that person that come up and said that uh, you're no good for the sport of aerobics. I think we yeah. can give her a big tea whiz. Yeah, in her ass, can't <laughs> That's what I say, in her ass, cunty. <laughs> you, you can just... <laughs> yeah. But what do you do? You know, you, do you in, go in back and ass. say something to her? But in her ass, I think box. your success has all needs to say. Winning was my sweet success, so yeah. I didn't have to say yeah. anything. Because I think you don't have to lower yourself to someone else's yeah. you know, concerns, not mine. So. Well, I think that kind of proves that, uh, that when it comes to having your finger on the pulse of what, you know, what the sport's really about. She clearly missed the mark. And she might have inspired you a bit more. I'm, dis- I'm so disappointed that you. there's a- AFLWs only now. It was never around in my time. Oh, but yeah. My, dad's, my dad reckons I would have been a great footballer. Because you were a good rover. You were a good, good rover. Good rover. Little good long rover. baller. Yeah. yeah. She would have been a good um, um, Waitman. She would have been. Yep. yep. He was a diabetic too. Waitman. Oh, really? Go Waitman. Won three, yeah. three best and fairest. There you go. I'm a Richmond fan. Oh, there you yep. go. Yep, he was a good player. He was about your size. Dave. She died the flea. Let's call him the flea. Dale Waitman, Waitman. absolute legend. Oh, really? One about four, one about four flags. Big, uh, big shout out to Dale and uh, and yeah, Kent. His brother I. Kent Waitman is a yep. an old mate of mine. I I actually went and Great stayed up with family. um yeah. with uh, the Waitman family up in Mildura. Right, played a uh, played a cricket tournament. Well, yep, up there I mean, he's, he's good. He's good. Great player. Great ambassador of the game. Yeah, very good. But you can take a lot of things that you do in your sport, and I think the discipline of what I'm, what we're going back to in gymnastics, and I've taken that through my sporting career. But you can also take that through business. Yeah, I know. And I think that's where dedication. Take, that's yeah. yeah. And people say, oh, what's the what's the, what's the correlation between sport and business? Well, there's so much. It's like it's all about dedication yeah. and going an extra Hard mile. work, persistence. You know, people try yeah. something, they just give up. I well, mean, I, yeah, I think mindset and performance. Uh, there's a direct relationship between those two, those yeah. things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that um, that's really where the, the value for business comes from these these behaviours. Absolutely. And you, you've you've worked as a uh, as a as a as a coach in in terms of professional development, personal development, and a mentor for people over the years. Absolutely, I've done I've done a lot of the the coaching, PTing sort of type of things. But there's also because I got thrown in the deep end with all the public speaking and then writing books, and you can sort of move into the, that sort of area as well. You've done a bit of motivational speaking, too, yeah, haven't you? Done it, over yeah. the years, been good. Oh yeah, yeah. about fifteen. Yeah, it's good. Fifteen years of that. Fifteen years, twenty years of that. So it's been it's been good. Um, but there's just so much, to, so many other opportunities that you get to do in business. Like, I, no one would ever know, but I actually built one of the largest websites in the world in the year 2000. And that was where the uh, the um, the dot com bust came really? in 2000. But we got through that. But um, what was the what was the site? What was called, it called System Stanley. Okay. Ah. Yep. And so what it was, it was actually you put your credentials in there and then it would it would automatically generate. So it would do your BMI, you put in things, it would spit out generated diets okay. for you. Yep. Was, uh, so I was way before my time in that we do. Yep. So 
Uh, we Were you too early on that? Too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah way yeah. too early. Yeah. Even uh, we had a Professor D. Eddington over in the University of Michigan doing e-health research because it was the first in the world. So yeah. uh, on it, but um, it's all about timing. It's like it like, is about it's a bit, it's a bit yeah. Lucky, I was a bit timing. early for my time on some of the things, but I think um, with, with the aerobic sort of side of things, with the third one, when I won my third world title, had one world title I'm, I've won. Two, I'm great. Three, how do, you, how do you do the next one? How do you reinvent yourself to do it? So what I had to do was re- read the rule book and then throw it out. Yep. And that's where my creativeness ha- comes to where I now do my business as well, is that you've got to think outside the square, outside, outside the, the box, yes. what's different. Don't be a, lead, don't be a leader, not a, a follower. follower. Yeah. So you always had to really create yourself in that way. So that's what I was good at. Do you find that, that um, you know, if you seek the cancel of too many people around you that you – that you know you'll, you you'll find lose, yourself you can't lose direction if you get you'll too you'll too you'll too lose yeah. I guess the um if I guess the belief in yourself because I think a lot of people they they seek validation really early oh, in the piece yeah. as to whether am yeah. I on the right path am I on the right path and people and you, seem to manifest their fears onto you mm-hmm. so you know and you can doubt yourself you get too many leaders even yeah. a parent that might be thinking you know look maybe you should maybe you should just go to uni and do that and get this you know, as a backup, you know, <laughs> yeah. these sorts of things, I think, you know, if somebody's really got a passion for something, yeah, you really just need, you just need to go all in, right? You need to have a lot of self-belief. You do. When you're, when you're, when you're by yourself. Yeah. And yep. it, I suppose it's where, if you listen to everyone else, like it's just, it's, it's not going to work. Yep. You know, you just got to really stay, stay your focus. What, but is it really a goal or is it just something that you love to do that you know you're going to do the best yeah. at what you're doing? So, um, you try winning the third world title and you, you, the tall poppy syndrome that I copped, yep. you know, they've seen Sue Stanley before. She's not going to do it again. Yeah. Uh, no, she's no good. She's, you know, she's we've got this short. person up in Sydney's training yep. hard. They, she looks yep. really good. She's better than her. She's doing all these tricks. And it really, you know, it doesn't self-doubt you or anything, but it's just more, you've got to block it out. But also, just too, there, there's it. a... Um, tall poppy syndrome in yeah. Australia There's too. a particular amount of bad, noise bad. that comes with success. There yeah. is, yep. Yeah. You know, so... Um, the only no, way one, you can go down is when you're up the top is you can go down. Yeah. yeah, and all of the distractions that come from success. Yeah. That, um, you know, to sort of pit that against somebody that's in, that's doing it because, you know, like every fibre of their being to needs there. to needs to achieve something. It's very really hard to get there. It's even hard to stay there. Oh, yeah. It, it, it is it, easy. It is. Like to win three in a row, that was the it's same. Hard, that was the hard thing. Yeah, that, that was yep. it is. D- but everyone tries to Didn't you have off. like the longest... Uh, like basically streak, uh, like of of consecutive wins. Thirty five and conse- yeah, consecutive wins. Yeah. Well, how good is that? Yeah, <laughs> national, that's international. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's you know? a high training. But you had to be. Uh, my motto when I was I was uh, competing is to be number one. You got to train like you're number two. Yep. Yeah. So if you go in there don't thinking be, you're don't a be world content. champion, don't be content. I'm a world yeah. champion. I know I'm good. Yep. I know I'm good. Yep. But don't tell me how good I am. Tell me. Tell me some, yes. how I can make myself better. Yeah. So what am I not good at? Yeah, so see I can a chink in my armour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't yeah. just, yeah. Don't just window dress. And you? people yeah. tell you you're so good. Yeah. I know I'm good. I, I'm a world champion. I don't, I'm, I don't have to prove to anyone. So, but yeah. what you go into it, if you get too cocky, if you get too, you know, if you get too complacent, yeah. uh, you then, you, then you're gone. If you believe all the hype on yep. yourself, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So I had good fa- I had good parents and good family that they brought me down to earth pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly. Yeah, it's like playing AFL. You have one great game and think it's so easy, and then the next day you can just 
big ornery. Yeah. It brings it back down the earth real quick. Yeah. yeah but, the, but, but like you, you like the footballers, they, they play every week. So yeah. if you have a bad week the next day, we yeah. train so much and you, the world's only come around every year. Yeah. So if you don't win your nationals, you don't go to the worlds. We didn't get automatic entry. So you have to win your yeah. state. You have to win your nationals. You had to win your – and that if you missed it, then you've got to wait another year. Yeah, at least we're 22 weeks, I suppose, yeah. we? And we're going to make it yeah, – there, there was, there was, there was yeah. fairly big consequences to a loss. Exactly, yeah. 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 So that's why the yeah. focus was really strong. It is really like being strong, Olympic. Yeah. That was like Seabomb. Like she had a bad day at Olympics once. And exactly, it. four years. She had four years. Four years, gone, yeah. gone. So something that, yep. that I'm curious about is that for a person that, that – you know, I've been around sports people that have performed at a, at a very high level all my life. And, you know, I understand the kind of focus that goes into this sort of thing. And for somebody with your achievements, I can only imagine – what it would have been like over such a sustained period of time. Have through your life, because of your focus, your determination, the grit that you've had to, I guess, endure to be successful, do you hold the people around you to a particular standard in terms of do you expect something from them in terms of, you know, what do you what, mean, do what you they mean, do with do themselves. You mean her trainers or her friends? No, just the people around you. I mean, like, like I just wonder for a person that's got such a determination and a and a um, just a, a thirst for success, um, you know, or, or maybe not even success, maybe a thirst for just being the best you version can be. of you. Yeah, I, it just makes me wonder. You know, it would be difficult to suffer fools when you're on such a straight line to your best version. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I, you know, I'm friends with Capra and that's probably saying something. <laughs> I'll do the funny stuff, Steve, please. <laughs> I no, achieve greatness myself. Thank you. I have high expectations on myself. Yep. And I think probably to. in my life I've had way too much higher expectations. And now in my life, now I'm trying to probably back that off and now sort of say it's okay to and relax a bit and smell roses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, try to do things different. So n- never say, oh, I've got to be home by, you know, nine because I've got to get up at four or five. I'll. Yeah. I won't do that. Or you want to come here, you want to go out in the boat, you want to go to the movies, you want to go out. I love it because I go, yes. Because so it makes a bit, yeah. I know, I know you mean. Because I have 30 years of it too, you can't be, you can't exactly, be late. Exactly, yeah. We used to get fined thousand dollars a minute if you're late. The it's only like expectation that people yeah. had on me. You're the only one who could afford to pay it though. Yeah, yeah. You, you got a point. You got a point. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> unlike Warwick, Warwick can. Warwick can muck around and he's a legend. Yes. But but as a female, hard, it's yeah. actually really hard because we get sort of like, you can't do that. Yeah. So you've yeah, actually yeah. had to... The feminist really, thing. Yeah. You can't, be, you can't be too super rude and sexual. Exactly, and yeah. You, you have get, to keep that tarnished. climbed in. So yeah. you, you, did, you sort did of you, always watch. Did that. you notice on that, that boat ride that uh, we were on when the we hit the extreme winds, you know, five or six weeks ago, mm. yep. that when it hit the news... That they basically they threw your name in there as if you're associating <laughs> with all of these, all, <laughs> all, these know, nuts. Like all these rowdies, Ricky Nixon, Sam Newman, Warwick Capra, and, and, and aerobics champion Sue, Sue Stanley. Stanley. What yes. the <laughs> fuck was she doing? Well, with Sue them? Stanley was <laughs> Sue Stanley was the MC at Buck and Shane Charter's wedding, <laughs> and we, she, got, she, got, she got told then too. <laughs> that, but, I, I just thought when I'm, I'm listening to all of this news blow up about it, yeah. every time they said your name, it was like. Yeah, they, they were like the same. Yeah. She's associating with all of these. What rip-rap. Tony's thinking is, um, Sue's crossed the line. If, if I have done, and she's fucking loving it. If I've done, <laughs> and she's having some fun, this girl. And listen, if I've done at least three quarters of the stuff that I've actually been said in the media or Correct. in other people's eyes that I've done, yeah. I'd be an actual legend. So, yes. yeah. um, I just you just have to go. Yeah, take it with a grain of salt. You do. You well, do. you've yeah. got big shoulders. <laughs> if you get upset with everything, you're going to have a fucking I don't think breakdown. You're aware, but you actually are an I was going to say. Like, <laughs> You are, and you're, <laughs> but 
I don't see that. See, I wake up and pinch myself still to this day because we're all good at something. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. I just chose some things that I'm good at. But don't put yourself down, sir, because a lot of people are good at, a lot of people, a lot of people are good at things with lazy pricks. Well, yeah, yeah, They yeah. won't go the extra mile like man you did. Well, some of the talent, most talented people are right, not Tony? good at sport because they won't get, they'll get lazy. Yeah. Because they're complacent. I've had a couple of guys better than me, not many. <laughs> over the journey, but they are lazy motherfuckers. Yeah, they, that's why they, they play in the seconds. Yeah, and and the best people sometimes, or the most talented people, yeah. don't have the success as what someone on the second yeah. or third or fourth yeah. down the ladder because it's the hard work and, and dedication yeah. and persistence. I didn't just, pays get, off. I didn't just get there. When you see people's stories, it's amazing what you have to go through. It's not easy. People think it, you know. I think it's easy. Yeah. They think, oh, you paid two years in seconds straight in. Oh, you're on TV. You're on, you're on the podcast yeah. with Warwick Happer. You know, you're on yeah. the boat with Sam New. You're doing yeah. this. I know, there it is. If they ever knew how much hard work. I had bitches here saying, also, oh, I was like, you. I was like, I can get 220 phone call. I said, you won't get fuck all up because <laughs> you're a lazy bitch. You won't go to training. You're out sucking piss, doing lines. Get the training like I did for 25 years, but they always an excuse. Yeah, exactly. And, and I had 20 years, no money. Busting me up, they think it's easy. Exactly. Because I'm, I'm, I'm at hundred dollars a game in the th- thirds, and two years later I'm on thirty-five grand a week. That's the busting me up. But they don't see the first twenty years. Exactly. They don't want to go training. It's like sponsors; they want to sponsor you yeah. after you win a world title, mm. but actually you really need yeah. that yeah. money yeah. leading up to it. When you don't need the money, yeah. exactly. When yeah. in the thirds, they don't give a shit about you. Yeah. 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 Games did you play on the weekend? Four. Exactly. Different games. How many other footballers that do that? Yeah, yeah. Four different, four different clubs. Yeah. Uh, but just, they, they, they don't see that. Warwick, you're um, you're not really helping when. Nicky D is not on air talent, so oh, can we just kind of keep him out of the conversation? No, mate. <laughs> uh, what else we got for sir? Oh, look, I was just going to say it's it's probably uh, it's that was prob- good, probably uh, Very time for us to let Sue get back to the world of like reasonable and responsible human beings. But when you were talking about legend before, if anybody is a legend, Sue, it's you. You it is yes. You are one of the most inspiring people that that I, I've ever come across. Just reading about the like just one sport to excel on the level that you have in one sport very is, dedicated is incredible that Let's most people clap. most people would aspire to in their Tony, life give a clap, but uh, to to do it Thank across you. multiple not easy, sports not easy, not easy. Thank you. You know, in terms of what what you've done in terms of your contribution to helping mental people in terms of what you've done for mindset yep. in business not easy. as a um as a person that um, has contributed through you know books um, what you do in terms of public speaking, your, public speaking even yep. the Australia Day honours up the, up in Shepparton the other day, you, you you give back to the community. You're uh, you're one of the the rare gems in Australia. of this world, Correct. and um, and we hope to have you back to talk about even more stuff. Um, What's your highlight, sir? Besides meeting me over the last thirty years, uh, what do you think your sporting highlight would be? Sporting highlight. Going on Santa's boat. No, actually. How did you meet the fossil? How did you meet the fossil? The actual thing that actually is very memorable is that driving in the Grand Prix. Oh, yeah, right. That would be uh, great. The really? last, I think we did the second last one yeah. in Adelaide. That yeah. would have to be, I can tell you, driving around the Grand yeah. Prix track was pretty Norm- much as up there uh, with winning remember, world titles. I remember the guy sold the swing, he rolled it. He, he rolled it. Dice rates. Oh yeah, but that was yeah, that was. Remember, it. remember they barred. Was it. I was in the yeah. old female yeah, one. Yeah, I was supposed to race that one. Because they started banning it because all the celebrities were yeah. getting hurt. So. Martin Offler rolled it. Yeah, <laughs> and then so they made it all female. And so. Molly Lewis came second. I remember. Oh, really? I got yeah. tenth. Yeah, good on you. I was with Tony Collette. I like the way you. Even you notice what she go, I got tenth. Like, yeah. like. <laughs> but, I was, but I was first spirit. over the line with, without a ding in my car. There you go. I couldn't smash yeah. it. I couldn't. Shoot. Good effort. Good effort. There you go. Well, we hope Susan get you come on next year because you've been one of our favourite guests. 
Oh, thank you. If you look, I think we should get, a, get it back to Tony from yes. part two. Should I call you the whiz, this water? Year? We'll get it back on, eh? Warwick. What are you? And next time, uh, and next time, uh, next time I'll get the wife out of the pokey so she can actually talk to you. <laughs> She's supposed to be coming home soon. <laughs> yeah, we def- definitely. We'd love Fantastic. to have you back. Thanks for having me. I'll yeah. certainly send you another invite, Sue, and um, and uh, we'll continue to watch. Uh, you know what you do and um, how you. You know, I'm sure that uh, you'll live out this next phase of your life with some kind of uh, you know incredible aspect to it. And she um, will. And <laughs> yeah, but we'll definitely, I'll definitely be in touch regarding the Kokoda thing. It'd be great to have you on board for that. And um, that, yep, we might and, do that. Um, and, but hopefully, see you on Sam's boat again on the next day that there's not extreme wind. Yay! Um, Yay. But uh, let's give. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, because there's only four or five of us in here, you have to clap yourself as well. Well, I've been clapping myself for twenty years, so he can clap himself. Australian, that. Australian legend Sue, Sue Stanley. On the T Wiz podcast, she's been terrific, and we're gonna see her on it. We'll see her in the next. Uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Weeks. I we can't believe it. I survived T Wiz. Yes, you did. and Sue, we love it like a sister, but we are from Tasmania. Caps goes boom. <laughs>